Welcome to The Cable. People are dying. My name is Ashley Brandt, and joining me this week to talk about some big IRL news as well as the 10th anniversary special is my friend Dwayne. Hey there. Hi. So you are visiting New York. I um, am. And we have talked about you being on the show before, and this was like the perfect opportunity because there is so much happening <laughs> right now. It is. My goodness. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your history. How long have you been keeping up? So I... <laughs> Probably the on and off for probably the whole 10 years, frankly. Um, I didn't watch the show a whole lot when I was younger, um, but my mom and I were really big into The Soup. I don't know if you remember that show. I do remember The Soup, yeah. um, With Joel McHale. Mm -hmm. Um, And he had, I mean, it was probably like E contractually, he had to have a fixation with the the Kardashians, but like. Brand's energy. Yeah, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Um, So that was like my main exposure to them was like through The Soup, which, uh, and most like reality television in the mid 2000s frankly mm-hmm. um but yeah so definitely have been keeping up um i follow kim on snapchat and frankly like kim's the only one whose social media presence i really care about yeah i think it's the same for a lot of people i definitely follow all of the sisters on i don't know if that's true i follow <laughs> all of them on instagram maybe not on, i don't follow all of them on twitter i follow kim on twitter because she mm-hmm. is the most important to me yeah personally We've talked about this before, and I know that you you don't uh, don't necessarily agree or approve, but I think I'm probably a Courtney myself. Like, no, I love that you're a Courtney. <laughs> I really love that. <laughs> um, have you had any like celebrity spottings in SoCal? So, like myself, not so much. Like, I mean. I don't really notice it <laughs> if I do. That's a very um, L.A. answer. Right? The, like, one real time I've been to L.A., I went to Venice Beach, and I saw R.I.P. female wrestler China Doll. <gasps> At, like, Muscle Beach? I, yeah. Love it. Oh, my God. And we were, like, the, like, there was, like, a group of us, and we were, like, the only two people who, like, recognized her. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, like, oh, man, like, it's so cool to live here. Like, see celebrities, like, China Doll. Well, let's jump into some IRL news. Definitely. Let's start with not the big ticket items and lead up to what you all know we're going to talk about on this episode. As you all know, Taylor Swift came out and tried to slam Kim and Kanye with an overly complicated video that everyone stopped talking about after a week. (laughs) Um, And Kim was just so poised. She was like, I'm going to drop these, like, beautiful covers, and I'm going to, like post some nude photos and like it's just that scene from Mad Men when <laughs> Ginsburg and Don Draper are in the elevator and Ginsburg says I feel bad for you and Don says I don't think about you at all <laughs> <laughs> the best revenge frankly and then Taylor should be over it she admits in the song like everyone else moves on with their lives but not me and it's like that's a personal problem truly and kanye wasn't wrong (laughs) yeezy season six is also going to be dropping at paris fashion week kim is not going to be attending paris fashion Mm -hmm. week i have a feeling kanye will not be attending paris fashion week but we are coming up on the first anniversary of the robbery that shook the world do you remember where you were when you found out about the robbery i think i was out here i think i was in new jersey i was definitely driving 
So I, I do a lot of travel for work, and um, I was definitely driving from Princeton, New Jersey to like Newark um, when I was listening to your episode about uh-huh. the robbery. So I was probably right. I was probably in DC when it happened. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, that's just like seared in my memory. There are like two two big nights that I remember in my like Kim and Kanye like standhood. One was finding out that Kim was pregnant. Big one. That was big. Because her and Kanye had not been dating for that long. It, it was just so unbelievable to me that they came together when they were, like, at their respective peak star yeah. at that time. So I I was doing homework last night. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't been keeping up with with everyone as nearly as much as I, I could be. Mm-hmm. But uh, I realized that, like... Was it so? Was there the, with the timing of like her divorce with Chris Humphries or like not divorce at the mm-hmm. time? Like, was there any talk at the time of like whose baby is it, or was she like with Kanye at the time? She was with Kanye okay. at the time. Um, people would run magazines would run headlines saying like legally could Chris Humphries be the dad because the divorce hasn't been finalized yet. But mm-hmm. there was no like yeah, okay. question about it was, was Kanye. Was okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they did get the divorce finalized. Yeah. Was born. Thank God. Kim also received a letter from one of the robbers trying to express his remorse. It's definitely Whoa. because sentencing for that crime is coming up. <laughs> you can get, look it up online if you want to. It's been translated from French, so it reads very, very strangely. <laughs> um, but it's out there. Um, in some darker news, it was reported by TMZ earlier this month that earlier in the summer, Scott Disick had been 5150'd, put in an involuntary psychiatric hold. Not a lot of details have emerged from that. There are also photos from around that time period that indicate that very quickly afterwards, Scott was like resuming normal public life. Mm. Sounds like it was probably a substance abuse related incident. And he's at least like pub- publicly facing sober. Cause I saw the water bottle at, at the special when everyone had the champagne flutes. So yes. he's a, they're at least uh, maintaining that look. Back on the wagon for a minute. As he is from time to time. Um, so as we all know, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are expecting a third child via a surrogate. We started to find out definitively the due date. Everyone had already done the math on that. That was not news. <laughs> but, you know, they needed that headline out there. Found out it's going to be a girl. Very exciting. And then we got Kim out in the press saying, we haven't confirmed anything. It's people who work with us. Here's the thing. When something's reported by people, that is publicist-approved content. <laughs> people doesn't do anonymous sources. Um, and when you see people doing exclusives for wedding photos, baby pictures, um, like big interviews, that's because they are so publicist friendly. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to rock that boat by reporting something that's not approved by a famous person's legal and press team. Yeah, they want, they want Kim's maternity shoots. Yeah, they're not <laughs> going to get them. But if that possibility is out there, they're not going to burn that bridge. Yeah. But that's obviously drumming up press for the show because the promo was released this week and now we're expecting a baby, so now it's confirmed. Fine. Fair enough. Like, <laughs> you got an extra headline out of that deal. And then we found out, or it was reported by TMZ, that Kylie Jenner is pregnant with Travis Scott's baby. And this has been some tough news to digest. <laughs> Um, I got a lot of texts that said, what is your take on this? And I didn't want to believe it, but I'm sad to report that it is probably true. Yeah, that's wild. It's, um, she just turned 20. And 
supposedly this baby is due at the end of January or early February, literally like a month after Kim and Kanye's new baby. Wow. So Kylie got pregnant sometime in like May. Was she not still with Tyga at the time? She broke up with Tyga in mid-March. Oh. And got with Travis immediately afterwards. So her and Travis had been together for like two months. Wow. Oh. Oh. Oh, the, the plot thickens. It really does. Um, I like Travis a lot. I'm really glad she's not having a baby with Tyga. Like, Me that's, too. that's great news. Yeah. Um, Tyga did Snapchat, that baby is mine, and then deleted that snap. <laughs> oh. But people have seen that snap. Um, Nothing gets deleted on the internet. No, that child is not his. I would certainly hope not. Um, additionally, in a Tyga sidebar, he is now dating a Kim Kardashian lookalike. Oh. Did you see the episode from, I think it was like a season ago, when... Jonathan was like, Kim doesn't spend enough time with me. She's just like a lame stay-at-home mom now. So I'm going to make her jealous by going to her, like, cosmetic dermatologist with a Kim lookalike. Oh, uh, no. The lookalike was Camilla. <laughs> Let me pull up a photo for with, you. Like, so, like, so I'm assuming Tyga is one of those people who, like, has to date people who are at least as famous or more famous than him because, like, what else is his point? Yeah. Um, so, like, was that what made her famous? I think <laughs> she's not that famous. Okay. She's more, like, uh, like purely an Instagram celebrity. Um, so there might be some... But you can't underestimate that nowadays. Yeah. No. Those are two different people. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can tell which one's Kim, though, but, like... But at a glance, like... Yeah, no, that's very... Believable. <gasps> oh my gosh, she deleted. Okay, so when they were filming that episode, Kim took a photo with Camilla. So this was the photo. Oh, okay. You can see them take it on the episode in the show. But apparently, Kim has now deleted that from Instagram. Well, so. Did it fit the brand? Showing some sisterly loyalty. <laughs> okay, so let's get into like the Kylie pregnancy and like the optics of the Kylie pregnancy here because. Oof. There's a lot going on. Um, Do you think they're going to spin it as being planned? Um, or are they going to get, like, the sympathy points for, like, oh, unplanned pregnancy, and she's so young and successful? I don't think they're going to dig too hard into okay. the unplanned pregnancy. I think they're going to say, this is such a blessing. Mm -hmm. This is an incredible, like, surprise. I'm, like, so happy. I think that's going to be yeah, the route. That makes sense. I don't think they could like convincingly sell like a planned pregnancy with someone that she'd been dating for two months. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. But it was first reported by TMZ, and so the real key when you're trying to confirm a story like this is looking at the sources. So I, the two that I go to are People and TMZ. TMZ is known um, for their like rigorous documentation. Mm. If you've read the Harvey Levin interview in The New Yorker, it talks about how TMZ generally requires, like, legal or medical documentation for anything they report oh, wow. on, or, you know, like, a source very close to the celebrity. Um, that's not to say that TMZ's word is gospel by any means. They absolutely have their biases. Yeah. They took Johnny Depp's side when Amber Heard was divorcing him for domestic mm -hmm. abuse. Um, you know, they're very shady, but they don't report things that they can't verify. Um, people, as we already talked about, 
very publicist friendly. Yeah. So when you have both of those publications reporting the same thing, you've got a story confirmed. Ding, ding, ding. Um, so both people and TMZ reported that within, you know, in the span of like 24 hours. We got tons of articles that were like, it's going to be a girl. This is when it's due. Like, they're so excited. Like, here's what Travis thinks. Wow. Here's what Travis Scott is. Um, <laughs> and who is he? Do you not know? I like, I know the name, but I realized a moment ago that I have been thinking he was Travis Barker, which makes zero sense. Whoa. So. What the fuck? <laughs> um, okay, so Travis Scott is, you have definitely heard one of his songs before. Probably. But I will let you discover that on your own time. Um, he is 25 years old. He is originally from the Houston, Texas area. Um, and he was actually discovered as a producer originally, and he was signed mm. to Kanye's Good Music label as a okay. main producer. Okay, cool. And then now he's doing rap, so he's like taking the same kind of trajectory that Kanye did. Um, he's a chill guy. I think he's better looking than Tyga, but oh, yeah. yeah. But he has like you know a look that I think is very much like of the times. Yeah. The braids. Mm -hmm. Very trendy right now. Um, I do think he has good bone structure, though, and I think that is going to be a good thing for this baby. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kylie's original bone structure is, like, it's kind of there, but, um, yeah, I think, I think that'll be, that'll be helpful. Yeah, because Kylie had kind of that Rumor Willis thing where, like, the features were a little too small for the bone mm -hmm. structure, so I think this will be good. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe, like, she, like, we're both 24 right now. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine having a four-year-old no. child right now? No. Too much for me. And that's going to be her life. And, like, she has every financial resource. She's going to have multiple nannies. Yeah, it's not like, I guess it's not, oh, kind of a teenage pregnancy. She just turned 20, but it's not going to be your normal teenage pregnancy. Yeah, she's not going to be, like, living with her mom. She's going to have, like... That baby could have a house. Then Nanny could have a house. <laughs> Travis could have a house because she owns a bunch of property already. Yeah. Because she has a four hundred million dollar cosmetic empire. Nuts. But hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, someone tried to ask Chris Jenner about it at an event, and she was just like, "I don't know. You never know what happens in the family." Which is one hundred percent a way to dodge it and leave that reveal for the show. Of course. As they always do. They. I think with. Kim, they often go to the publications. I think they do get a little bit more kickback for that because she's so high profile. But when it comes to stuff like gender reveals, Courtney's pregnancies, um, stuff going on with Chloe, like that's always embedded in the show and it makes for better high rated episodes. Mm -hmm. And then if you can believe it, we also recently heard the news that Chloe Kardashian is pregnant with Tristan Thompson's baby. Wow. So, so she's not infertile. No. Okay, so here's the <laughs> Was thing. Was this, like, IVF or, like... No. Okay, here's the thing is, um, I don't remember exactly when this came out. I wish I could source this episode, but they had an episode where they were talking about kind of, like, what had happened at the end of Chloe and Lamar's relationship. Um, and the ways in which she was trying to hide the way their marriage was falling apart. Mm. And she actually said... She was telling her family that she was doing fertility treatments when she was not doing fertility uh, treatments. And she was, like, on birth control, actively not trying whoa. to get pregnant. Because Lamar had a substance abuse problem. Yeah, no, that so. makes sense. Chloe's 
Chloe's savvy, smart, understands the world and her life. But she very much knew that, like, because she talked about wanting to have a baby, she couldn't kind of fall back on that without uh, having to explain that to a lot of people. So, Chloe is not infertile. Kim is infertile. (laughs) Ah, there we go. Which is a crazy, like, reversal of the episode. I don't know if you know which one I'm thinking of. Where Chloe's still married to Lamar and... Mm. This is the time they go to a fertility doctor. Okay. And Kim tags along for, like, moral support. Right. And then they're like, Chloe, like, you seem kind of fine. Kim, you are maybe not going to ever be able to get pregnant. Yeah, and then they talked about that. Yeah. At the time when I was watching that, I was like, that's so Kim to, like, steal Chloe's thunder and, like, make it about herself. Mm -hmm. Chloe's going through something. But now she's going to have a baby with Tristan. Chloe apparently spends a ton of time in Cleveland. Yeah, I I guess it makes sense. Just doesn't seem like to fit her brand. No, no. Can you imagine being in Cleveland and running into Chloe Kardashian as a rock and roll (laughs) hall of fame? Do they they even have paps there? Maybe that's why she's there. They have, like, three paps. I'm sure they have no paps in Cleveland. Like, what is this? Well, someone knows Chloe's there. Yeah, I'm sure it's like fans with their cell phones. But there's no way that like there's an, a positive ROI for a, a pap to travel to Cleveland. To I guess so. Chloe. Yeah, maybe. There. Maybe she'll just uh, stay there while the baby's growing up. Oh, I think that could definitely be the case. I also feel like she's gonna try to swing it so he ends up on the Clippers, ends up on yeah. the Lakers. Like, Lakers is more likely because the Clippers are doing real good. And so, like, yeah. you, can, you can probably swim it, swing it with the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, because um, Chloe loves her L.A. basketball players. Yeah. So that's really what she's about. She's a type. That's what they talk about in the special. Um, it does remind me of when Cam was married to Chris Humphreys, and he was like, so I expect you to move to Minnesota to raise our family. <laughs> she was like, why would you ever think that was <laughs> First strike. Actually, that was like way down. <laughs> <laughs> so the Holy Trinity is pregnant. This is the smartest PR strategy that Chris Jenner has come up with in a real long time because Kristen's been taking some time for herself because she took <laughs> Caitlyn's transition very hard. Yeah. She's not been on her A game, and I thought she was going to retire to hang out with her boy toy, drink some Mai Tai, but she's back in a big way. Of course, she can't, she's gonna, she's gonna die in that producer role. <laughs> she really It'll say produ- executive producer Chris, Chris Jenner on her tombstone. Oh, that is exactly what's going on. <laughs> oh my god, oh god, and Corey Graham Gamble's gonna be a grandfather for a sixth, seventh, and eighth time. Wow. <laughs> if we're, like, you know, rounding him up to grandfather status. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. Um, so we're rolling right into the anniversary special. Um, a lot of people noticed that Kylie was absent from the wider promotions of the anniversary special that happened on GMA and whatnot throughout the week um she did appear in the anniversary special wearing a very loose fitting dress mm-hmm. i noticed um so definitely keeping that mystery afloat um we'll see how long it takes them to confirm it within the show because i feel like the first episode is going to be kim surrogacy mm-hmm. then kylie probably but not like the next episode that's like a mid-season finale maybe mm-hmm. but they also have to get chloe in there i think Like, in the fall. This all has to happen in the fall, because... Do they do their seasons, like, two parts? They do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they they can milk that, that multiples, finales, and and premieres? Yep, exactly. Okay. 
It's going to be really interesting because I think that often when a sister has a baby, she steps out of the limelight a little bit. Um, that's why we had Courtney driving a lot of plots um, for a while there. That's why we've had Chloe driving a lot of plots um, in the distant past when Courtney was having her kids. Um, and who is going to be available to step up? The, the person who appears on camera the least, Kendall. And the Courtney Kardashian picking yeah. up her check every week. See? <laughs> who? But that's who's going to be driving the plots, I think. Come, this will be next fall by the time they're like yeah. pairing stuff with like the babies and stuff. But that's going to be crazy. Like, what are they going to do? Kendall might get a boyfriend or something. Have maybe, that drama. Maybe Kendall will come out. I don't yeah, know. I was wondering that. <laughs> oh, because we didn't get to the Kendall news that I was going to talk about, which is the fact that she is apparently dating both ASAP Rocky and Blake Griffin. Like... Whoa. <laughs> like, at the same time? like That is what has been reported. Are these two men aware of it? <laughs> I think so. Um, Alright. So basically, like, she's been photographed with ASAP Rocky a ton. Um, but that's always been true. Um, yeah. Being photographed with Blake Griffin is a new thing entirely, so give that, you know, credit. Blake Griffin's, like, the cuter Chris Humphreys. He is 100% the cuter person. Um, that's very much his look. Um, I don't know. There are rumors about ASAP Rocky that make me wonder about that hmm. relationship. It also makes me wonder about when like Kendall, Tyler, and ASAP Rocky and Frank Ocean all hang out. Is it just a... Uh, I think that's a group of gays. <laughs> they just, they just, uh, just hanging out. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, maybe she doesn't have that much airtime. She can't, uh, she can't be overexposed during the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. There's a little too much LGBT going on in the in the, the moment. Yeah, but I think Caitlyn is being written out of the show. <laughs> yeah, she's a liar and a bad person. Remember? I know, and Kim is not talking to her. We are still on the book drama. The book drama from a full season ago <laughs> when they were like, "Oh my God, did you read Caitlyn's book?" Caitlyn brought over her book. Now, apparently, Kim is reading a different version of the book, is what I got from the promo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now she's angry about those things. I think, like, we are done with Caitlyn. I think she's going to get some royalties, some residuals from her previous appearances. And that's going to be it. Yeah. That whole thing is wild to me, because, like, the thing that Kim is upset about is that Caitlyn was like, oh, and, like... We knew that Rob and Kardashian, her father, knew that OJ was guilty. It's like, so did the whole country. Yeah. <laughs> like, even even the black people who are celebrating him getting off knew. <laughs> like, he, like, of course he knew. That was like a subplot on American Crime Story, The People versus OJ, was David Schwimmer realizing OJ's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that, like you're gonna, that's the thing you're going to be upset about? Like... People accuse Robert Kardashian of hiding evidence of the murder. Yeah, this isn't news. Anyway. But apparently she also takes issue with the fact that Caitlyn is framing it as oh, Rob Kardashian taking OJ's side to get back at Kris Jenner for marrying Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, well. So, 
Caitlin never fails to make something about herself, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if she's not going to appear on the show anymore, she's got to make some money off of that book, is yeah. the reality of it. Um, so, we're never going to stop hearing about it. Every time someone asks Chris about a difficult moment in her life, it's going to come up in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form, but I don't think we're going to be seeing Caitlin on this show. Which is probably, honestly, what she's wanted for the last ten years. <laughs> to just not be on the show anymore. <laughs> think so <laughs> especially like going back to the early seasons like, oh she was the punchline yeah. in the early seasons you know the this like put upon father figure oh goodness oh my god um we should we should really talk about the phrase docu-soap because i know you docu-soap took that down in your notes too yeah let me i'm pulling up my notes now i i watched i watched the the 10 year special last night to just kind of refresh myself be prepared for today um first note on my my note here is in quotes docu-soap so yeah let's talk about it (laughs) I, that was a revelation to me. Um, I was like, that is so accurate. Yeah. That's the exact way to put it, you know? Because it is structured like a soap opera. Yeah. The subplots. The fact that it's not, you know, 22 minutes, self-contained, like, it really has this, the the dramatic narrative structure. Yeah. Yeah, I know, it's wild. And I was talking with my boyfriend about this recently, how, how like, yes, reality TV existed before Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but, like, Keeping Up was a game changer. Like you had, you had the Simple Life, which was like kind of started reality TV as we know it, mm-hmm. um, with these kind, of, and that, but that wasn't scripted at all. It was very much like, I mean, it was scripted as all reality TV is, yeah. but it was like it was it was Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton just like fucking with some some hicks um, <laughs> in, in their view. Um, but like Keeping Up was like. Yeah, there was a narrative. It like it led to everything we see today, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it it truly. And when 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 Ryan Seacrest, of course, in case any of you listeners didn't know who Ryan was, <laughs> um, Ryan was like, "Oh, the uh, thank you for all that you've done for the culture." I was like, "Yeah, you you changed culture, Chris Jenner." <laughs> she really did, and we have to talk about that sales reel that they showed us because they're talking about. <laughs> pitching the show and what that was like and just how it magically came together because of course that's how Chris Jenner tells the story mm-hmm. um but they show the reel that they used to sell the show to E first of all Kim's baby voice I forgot she ever mm-hmm. talked like that I can't even because she was friends with Paris that's right uh, that was when Paris was in Vogue yeah that's hot <laughs> And the voiceover, you know, I'm Kim Kardashian, I organize celebrity closets, like, it's so crazy that I'm so close to celebrities, <laughs> like, she went from that to the most recognized woman in the world in 10 years. She she has, like, she's been in the public eye for so long, and we, we watched her grow up, which is, like, all of them grow up, which mm-hmm. is, like, something that was made very clear mm-hmm. in that special, was like, oh, this is... This is their lives in front yeah. of our eyes. Yeah, they were talking about Mason and how Mason like has never not known this. Like they were talking about like Kendall and Kylie mm-hmm. and how they came into their lives at a young age, but they did lead like a non-documented life for the first you know decade or yeah, so. Yeah, they they went to school for a while. For a while, didn't last, but but it's very different from what. Um, Courtney was talking about with Mason because Mason has this relationship with the film crew. Yeah. And with understanding from a very young age the fact that he's on a TV show. 
Like, the fact that, like, his peers can see him on TV. Like, mm-hmm. how do you even conceptualize that? Right. Also, North is in school now. Is she? She is. She is in kindergarten or preschool? Probably kin- well, okay. kindergarten. Yeah, kindergarten, preschool. Both of those would make sense. I don't even remember how long ago that was. I don't know what ages those happen at anymore. But she is in school. Her school pictures were leaked by... Oh. Someone who did the right thing for the public. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that's crazy. Like, how is Northwest going to go to school? How does Blue Ivy go to school? Yeah. I mean, they go to to elite prep schools. (laughs) They all go to Crossroads. Oh, do they? I I don't know if they do. It's just, like, one of the schools. So so I was looking up because, like, I was curious where Kim went. Because I knew that the Jenner girls from Sierra Canyon, which is, like, very she-she. But also in the Valley. So it's, like separate from the rest of L.A. Right. Um, Kim went to Marymount, which is like a girls' Catholic school. No. Which I, I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure it's right by, it's right across the street from UCLA. Oh, good to know. Yeah, because they grew up in Beverly Hills. Oh, that's, that's right. They didn't move was, out there uh, until later on. The Rob Kardashian stand the mm. grounds. What else? Oh, and also the fact that the selling point of the sizzle reel was, to a certain extent, this <laughs> idea that, like, Chris Jenner was a satellite celebrity. Like, her best friend is <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford. Like. <laughs> and she was married to Rob Kardashian, my father, and the, one of the lawyers for O.J. Simpson. <laughs> From the start, they were just rewriting the history of Robert and Chris's marriage. <laughs> they really love to pretend that she is Robert's widow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they have, the name is... is the mo- one of the most famous names in the world now, so... It's true. And every few years that rumor starts up again that Chris <laughs> is going to change her last name to Kardashian again. It's not going to happen. No. She has a brand, and most importantly, Kendall and Kylie have a brand now. Yeah. So, the Jenner last name has some, some added value at this Definitely. point. Definitely. And, like, Caitlyn Jenner was, like, the, the best athlete in the world for a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, she had a very recognizable name. Um... That definitely, like, waned for a period of time, but Chris built it back up. Yeah. People remembered. The Wheaties box or whatever. (laughs) They also introduced um, the crew in the anniversary special, which... I I would pay so much money for a memoir, (laughs) for a confessional, for anything from those people. Who, Who has to die for, like, that to be possible? I I'm sure they have the best NDAs that money can buy, uh, and I'm sure they extend far beyond the grave. <laughs> I think what we would have to do as a culture would be to do a giant crowdfunding campaign to cover their legal fees for breaking the NDA, <laughs> and I think that's the only way that 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 that's ever going to happen. Unless like Chrysler allows it to happen because the family can profit off of it from uh, siphoning all the money. <laughs> No, that's very true. Like, if someone breaks the NDA, they don't have to prosecute them in civil court for breaking the NDA. Um, like, when the the Robin China news was breaking over the summer and Kim sent China's NDA mm-hmm. to a publication to say, like, this is my no comment and also China's uh-huh. no comment. I mean, they didn't they didn't take any action on China breaking the NDA because that would have been bad optics. There's no obligation to... Mm-hmm pursue the broken NDA, but, but it's open-ended. But um, the producers and the crew had some heartwarming things to say. I was worried about the guy who admitted to skinny dipping in Kim's pool. Like, I don't know how safe <laughs> his job is. Like, is he that essential? <laughs> like, I, I, I know that, like, 
Chris and Kim like 100% approve that and they had to have someone saying something like that so it like looked believable mm. but I agreed with Chris that it, I, before she said it I was like wow it's been 10 years it doesn't even seem like that and like yeah it was, and she, then she said it herself like I can't believe it's been 10 years it feels like a blink of the eye or whatever and it's like yeah it, it's it's weird like I don't even realize like 2007 was so long ago no it really feels like five years ago yeah but also what a what a decade like this started during the peak of like pop culture like outrageousness that and then and now we're here in 2017 in the it's, united states of america yeah i always think about how smart kim was in learning from the mistakes of uh paris lindsey Brittany. yeah Nicole. she never fell down that road right? exactly kim's so boring <laughs> that that really worked in her favor though in a time mm -hmm. when um that was how headlines were made well was the tape gonna come up it didn't it didn't, but we know that that uh, sales reel took on a real different <laughs> meaning <laughs> two months before the pilot premiered. Yeah. But yeah, this is like a very different kind of celebrity than mm -hmm. we had previously seen. Um, it's definitely like more boring. Like we're talking about very like relatively minor things that are making headlines now and making up the fabric of the narrative surrounding these very, very public people. Yeah. Um, and it's insane that they have somehow made that a sustainable economy of celebrity. Yeah, but I think they kind of touched on this during the special, but I think that's kind of the secret of the show is that they were so normal. Mm -hmm. If you want, I did scare quotes there. <laughs> <laughs> like they're a normal American family when you like have always been a multimillionaire, <laughs> like that kind of normal, but like they tried to make their lives seem relatable to people, which like, the simple life, I keep going back to that, but it's like, that was like, we are unrelatable and we're trying to pretend to relate, whereas yeah, like, this is like, yeah, but yeah, and it was a punchline and like, you had to have the outrageous nature, whereas this is like, mundane shit of like, going and getting in fights with your sisters yeah. and like Courtney you can't make a decision yeah. to the restaurant and people can relate to that and so they like they get emotionally invested <laughs> a little bit in just like the daily lives of these people it's very true and I think that's really where the where life of Kylie went wrong um, yeah very unrelatable very lives of the rich and the famous very conflict free because she's surrounded by yes men mm -hmm. um but the magic of keeping up with the Kardashians is going to continue I think Kylie might keep her spinoff now that she has a baby. I'm thinking about that. Oh, that makes sense. Um, we also covered, or the anniversary, we also covered the evolution of our favorite characters. Um, some side-by-sides of, like, what people used to look like <laughs> when it started, the work that they've had now. Um, they really highlighted Chloe's because that's become so much more of her brand, especially yeah. because... Maybe they'll renew Revenge Body. I don't think they would have brought it up if they weren't going to try to renew it. Yeah, what station is that? Is that on, that's e? on E. Okay. Mm -hmm. E has first rights to anything mm -hmm. that they do. Um, um, one thing I did notice, though, that, like, maybe... So they, like, Courtney and Chloe came out, and Court Chloe seemed drunk the moment she stepped on stage, um, which then made me wonder, like, when was this filmed? Like... Is she pretending to be drunk? Is that why she seems so drunk? Or, like, is she actually drunk and not really pregnant? Whoa. Like, that was my thought going through there. I was like, because did that news come out before the special aired? I don't, I don't remember if it did. 
I think it came out like either right, 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 right before mm. or directly after. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. It could very well could have just been acting. Very but well she's could not. Have, but this was definitely filmed a while ago. Yeah. We've got, okay. We've got long blonde hair came out. That's true. Which, oh, does she still have the, the bleach blonde hair? Yeah, I'm so exhausted. Which, okay, we all know it's a wig. We all do. She's <laughs> pretending it's not, once again, but we all know. Um, I'm just so exhausted. I just, like, every time she does something with her hair, it's a headline, it's an event, we have to talk about it because she's finally deviating from the long black hair, and three weeks later we're back to long black hair. We need to stop pretending that she's ever going to long-term do anything differently with her she's hair. She's not going to cut her hair off. No. <laughs> I mean, she does that sometimes. Yeah. She regrets it. She gets extensions, and then yeah. we move on with our lives. I did like this length on her. Mm -hmm. I don't think it had enough body, but that's my opinion. Speaking of Chloe being drunk, I mean, Chris quoting Oprah quoting Maya Angelou. <laughs> I think that was Oprah quoting <laughs> What? I don't even remember, like, the exact quote. Like, it was, it was um, not it was not good enough for it to be a Maya Angelou quote in no. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. It was something, it was something very, it was, it was, like, a, a bargain store cliche. Yes. <laughs> Some, like, adage about, like, self-improvement, because, <laughs> like, of course. Um, God, absolutely the highlight of, of the show. Um, as well as showing all of those instances of the family misquoting common idioms and colloquialisms. <laughs> <laughs> That was really great. That was really good. That was very self-aware. Uh -huh. um, I was very behind that. Yeah, I think the whole that whole like everything that led up to Chris kind of like cutting the 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 scene with the I think that was Oprah um, and Maya. Uh, <laughs> that the whole thing I think that was such a great moment because it was like very clearly not scripted. <laughs> like it was just Chloe kind of like babbling through the champagne, and then like all of the sisters bickering, and then Chris being being Chris. <laughs> And then Kim backing Chris up because <laughs> Thank you. that is the central dynamic. That's mm -hmm. really like I miss when there used to be more open conflict between the yeah. cast. Um, Courtney used to hate Chris. Chloe used to hate Chris. And they made Chris do a lie detector test that proved that Kim was her favorite daughter. <laughs> like that was a great plot line. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, it's all like I'm so grateful for my mom. Like she was right all along. It's probably just easier for them in their lives. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that, like, they don't really want to do that in public anymore. Um, and they're selling, you know, family values as mm -hmm. part of the show. But that was, like, a very classic moment that I very much enjoyed. We also were reminded that Courtney went to college. So that's something that we often forget, but they don't want to let us forget. <laughs> She's got her double major in theater and Spanish, no. and she definitely can't speak Spanish or act. As many Spanish majors can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, and theater majors, for that matter. Yep, you know, uh, just out there getting that degree. Um, using it about as much as uh, Rob uses his business degree. Uh, um, we also Rob, who's doing great. <laughs> working on a new clothing line. Oh, is that what he's doing? Well, that's what Chris said. And oh, I was right. Like, that has to just be more socks. There's no way that man can take on any kind of responsibility. Yeah, they're just like, oh, those. I just Brian had to point out, Rob's not here. How's he doing? Oh, you know, 
<laughs> we know he's not doing well. He's probably doing better than when yeah. he was on TV last. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that man deserves a break. <laughs> oh god, and just like the playfulness with which Ryan said that. He's at home in his underwear or something. <laughs> I mean, I assume Rob has a nanny. Oh yeah. Can you imagine Rob spending one-on-one -on -one time with an infant? <laughs> <laughs> that nanny is definitely paid for by Chris. Oh, yeah. Oof. Well, he has something to keep him busy, and Tristan is keeping Chloe busy. We did find out that they were set up on a blind date. I don't know how much I believe that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it just seems to me that Chloe went to her normal source for NBA players and was like... <laughs> Who you got? I was about to say, like, how do you set up this blind date? Like, so we're going to uh, put you on a date with a uh, basketball player. <laughs> One of them. Do you want to try football this time? <laughs> no, 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 not tall enough. Is that the thing? Is it, is it the height? It's the concussions. <laughs> yeah. Chloe's definitely keeping that relationship, like, very separate, but we also know he's going to be on the show more this season. Mm -hmm. They did talk about, like... When does Tristan choose to appear on the show? When does Kanye choose to appear on the show? They yeah. posed that question as though Scott was going to have some kind of interesting answer, but like this is his main source of income, so he was not going to say I'll be off. The and show. he also made that quip while he while he was relegated to the <laughs> armchair on the side of the stage, where he was like, "Well, what else am I going to do? It's not like I have other family or anything. <laughs> like this is his family. This is his life." <laughs> Scott's dark past is like whew. Oh my god when he when he starts kneeling down to like <laughs> faux pro, faux pros or faux propos um and that they they cut to this woman in the screen who made like this awful stank face. I realized that was the same face I was making at the moment. I was just like, oh no. <laughs> he really knows their audience. Um, <laughs> He's cool. funny. He's a huge asshole, but he's like very funny. He's funny. The Todd Cranes, we got real Todd Cranes. That was big. <laughs> yeah. um, but Scott saying of Courtney and their relationship, like, oh yeah, like whenever I like become a better person, she's not interested in me. As much as that was a joke, and as much as I think that maybe not true now, I could see that being true in their early relationship. Yeah. Well, one because they just had like a horrible toxic relationship, but also like. When he's sweet, he's not fun. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't make good TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's one-to-one -one there. Exactly. And I totally think that, like, there was a difference between Scott being, like, a spoiled rich boy and an only child and Scott going through the grief of losing the only two people he had in the entire world. Mm -hmm. And I think that was not fun for Courtney and was not what she signed up for. Yeah. Um... I don't know, maybe we'll see a bit more about his mental health crisis on the show, but I sincerely doubt it. Yeah. Um, Kim also talked around Kanye and his mental health crisis. Like, sometimes he wants to be on the show, sometimes he doesn't. As though the personality has not been, like, leached from his body over the past yeah. two years. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a tough thing. And I always wonder, like, they do seem, like, so in love, but I'm also, like... You are on screen 16 hours a day. Like, when do you actually see your husband? Like, during hiatus? I think that. They also don't film at Kim's house that much. Oh, okay. They do sometimes. That's, like, a new thing. Um, but also, like, when they lived with Chris a lot. Um, I don't know. It's a really good question. Yeah. They do travel Maybe a lot. that's the secret of their marriage, though. 
It very well could be. I really think that they don't experience emotional intimacy, and I think they both love that. Yeah. Um, they do show, like, the progression of a Kim Kanye relationship because they love to talk about how they've been friends for so long. Kim um, Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. I don't believe that that actually happened. That sounds fake. By the time they got together, the whole world knew who Kim Kardashian was. <laughs> well, this was a long time ago, though. Okay. Like, um, so I think, like, the true, true origin story is that Kanye was pitching a Curb Your Enthusiasm style show to MTV <laughs> that was going to be starring Kanye. And uh, there was a pilot episode that was filmed. You used to be able to find clips online. They're very hard to find now, mm. um, kind of because it, it comes up in the news a little bit more now. Um, and they did a skit where they needed a hot girl to be Princess Leia, and Kim was Princess Leia oh. for that skit, and that's how they met. Mm. And this was like 2008 ish. Yeah, this was like, yeah, late registration era. Okay. Of. Yeah. Oh. I could see him being fun on TV then, but also like difficult to wrangle. That is a different Kanye. There is a different Kanye somewhere where that show got picked up, and I don't know, maybe he has an Emmy. Maybe he has a Golden Globe. He, he has a Golden Globe, he doesn't have an Emmy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But is that the G of the EGOT? No, that's, that would be his G. No, he has a Grammy. Duh. Yeah. No, Golden Globes are not an EGOT. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> for those of you the who Golden Globes are like a costume party for celebrities. <laughs> for people who don't know, <laughs> the Golden Globes don't count for anything. <laughs> um, it's actually really interesting because I feel like, especially like growing up in the Midwest, like the Emmys, the Golden Globes, the Oscars, they're all the same thing. They're all prestigious. They're mm -hmm. all like on TV. Oh my God. And everyone watches them at 10 o'clock. Yep. <laughs> the end <laughs> the of 10 o'clock. <laughs> Midnight on the East Coast. Um, but... It actually has correlates very little with Oscar and Emmy predictions because the Hollywood Foreign Press Association just loves to make different choices because then they can get um, press coverage for that. So that's why, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has a Golden Globe. That's why um, The Affair has a Golden Globe because, like, those weren't really that good of shows. Yeah. But they, like, made some ways by making those choices. Yeah, and people liked talking about it and everyone loves to get dressed up and go to Los Angeles and get drunk with all their friends and get on stage and like pretend like they're honored <laughs> <laughs> and Kanye would definitely have one of those awards in a world where that show oh, yeah. was picked up um, but right now we have to settle for his many Grammys and we saw the whole progression of their relationship it was interesting to see how much more comfortable Kanye used to be on screen mm -hmm. but he's also always been in my heart, very awkward and Midwestern. He is from Chicago. <laughs> I recognize that in him. <laughs> we have a kinship there. Um, it was also interesting to hear Kim talk about like uh, their initial choice to not have North on the show and the way in which they backpedaled. And I love that she was just like, North is really cute. Like, why wouldn't I want her on the show? <laughs> it's what the people want, and she's right. <laughs> I feel like we may not see that much of Saint on the show ever. Mm. I also feel like Saint is really... He's going to have a lot of middle child problems. Um, yeah. Especially because North's not like him. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she's she's she was, what, three when he was born? Is yeah. he two now? He is turning two in December. Yeah, so, like... 
I was that old when my brother was born, and it's like that age where it's like you're close, and so like ultimately you grow up, and and really like the three year difference is kind of like a, a toss up because like my brother and I like we get along, we're fine, um, but like we're not close. I know yeah. some people with the same age difference and like are very close to their siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I have a distinct memory of once, like, holding my brother under his arms and, like, seeing if he would fit in the trash can, knowing, <laughs> knowing that, like, I couldn't lift him up to get him in there, but it was like, he's about the size of the trash can. I wonder if he could actually fit. And I have this memory. My mom doesn't think it happened, but I'm like, I probably didn't say anything about it. <laughs> so I get it. I get you, North. Yeah. Um, Kim did another interview where she talked about North not liking Saint, the fact that she won't let Saint come to, like, her tea parties, <laughs> the fact that North thinks that she's outsmarted Kim by being like, well, no boys are allowed, and that's why Saint can't come, Dad can't come either, and Kim is like, <laughs> don't play with me, but she also, like, indulges North because they are going to have a very Kim and Chris relationship, I can already see that coming. Yeah. Oh, One my thing I no- noted, um, was the note I wrote was love the boyfriend in the audience who doesn't seem to have known beforehand this was going to be a six-hour shoot or something because <laughs> they like pan over the audience and there's this one man who's sitting at a table and he looks done and like I my my uncle is involved he was like a PA or lighting or something and so he was able to let me get on to see um, Abby Lee Miller had this show that wasn't uh, Dance Moms it was like a Real like a comp. It was like American Idol meets Dancing with the Stars meets like Toddlers and Tiaras. So it was all like youth dancers competing to be. I don't know what the title was, but I went to see that show expecting it to be like I don't know two three hours. I'm sitting in this hot, not air conditioned theater in downtown Los Angeles for like six hours just like okay we're gonna stop we're gonna reset okay we're gonna focus on the kid and like you know that had to have happened and like some of the people in the audience just weren't informed (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) that guy had no idea what he signed up for um actually the scene that made me so emotional was kim talking about her unplanned pregnancy with North and talking about how she thought her life was ruined, which was maybe the appropriate response to an unplanned pregnancy with someone you've been dating for like five months. Especially when it was like told that like, oh, your body might not be able to handle this. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) probably never going to be able to have kids. Um, And then, but then Cam talking about the fact that she thought she miscarried North. Oh, yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, I went in, and there was no heartbeat, and we hadn't told anyone yet, and I was just going to come in, and they were going to, like, do... What they do is, like, medically an abortion, where mm-hmm. they, they, like, go in and get the, the fetus when it's dead. Um, but then they came back, and North had a heartbeat. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, and that was... And that seemed, like, legitimately an early thing, where... Because uh, didn't Kendall was like, I didn't know this. Yes. Like, it was something that was just like, oh, and we're going to premiere this on the special. Yeah. Yeah. So Intense. Crazy. Yeah. Because they didn't break it on the... Sh- well, they did break it on the show when they were living in Miami. But mm. it was like... Kim's in pain, she's gonna go to the ER, yeah. and that's when she was like, Courtney, I'm pregnant. Um, which was good TV, for sure, but like, a miscarriage is not good TV. A miscarriage is like, very emotional, yeah. it's like... That would have been a hiatus. That would have been Chris Jenner crying at her kitchen table, mm-hmm. which was some unseen footage that we were also treated to. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those 
And that was the other thing when they were talking about, like, what was the most difficult moment for you? And, like, Chris and Chloe both went to Caitlyn. And Kendall was like, not Lamar? (laughs) That was my moment. Kendall was like, yeah, when you're, like, a strange husband almost died, that was so scary. And Chloe's like, yeah, like, when your dad, like, transitioned. And I, like, didn't know how to, like, be a kind person. Yeah, it was so wild. And And the younger girls were just like, yeah, we're so proud of her, and it's like, I think it was the right time, and it was good for her, and all of this, and it's just like, the, the dichotomy between the reactions there was just so weird. Yeah. All things said and done, I mean, the special was fun, there were very few revelations, yeah. really, very few surprises, oh, no. I did love, like, the origins of Fiebel, I had, I actually do not remember the episode about, like, Courtney's underage nude photos. I think I missed that one. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it was an episode until they finally got around to, like... And then we talked about it in 2011. And I was just like, wait, why are you talking about this now? This something that happened when you were teenagers? And and then the other thing where... Which which Kylie, like, hooked onto is, like, that's so creepy they kept the pictures that long. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, the whole thing, the whole thing was wild. It's very wild. Um, but moving into season 14, expectations are high, and I think we should make some predictions about what we are going to be seeing over the course of the next few months. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start, we're not doing power rankings this episode. Uh, I know that's How like can a you fan, rank? A fan fave, <laughs> uh, but I don't think we can rank this special. <laughs> I mean, obviously... Chris is at the top because she ran the show. <laughs> she did. She got everything she wanted. But uh, other than that, it's hard to it's hard to narrow it down. Scott certainly was at the bottom again. <laughs> it's... And everyone else is in the middle, you know. Yeah. Um, Ryan Ryan might be a little higher than some of the sisters, but hey. I do think that's probably <laughs> the case. He's executive producer. <laughs> um, but let's make some predictions. Let's okay. start with. I want to start with Kendall. Because <laughs> she's a little wild card. I know. We don't have something set up for her. So the possibilities are really open right now. I'm wondering if, like, the fashion world is going to get tired of her soon. Because, um, like, it, almost, like, looking at her walks and everything, I'm just like, what's going on with your face, sister? Um, <laughs> smile, smile. Something. So make something go on there. And it's a lot of just so much I've heard and seen. It just kind of seems like it was like, yeah, put a, a Kardashian sister on the runway. All right. Um, and like, yeah, she's hot and everything. And like, yeah, and she's tall. Like She's that's, tall. That's she has the body. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if like at a certain point, I guess it, it won't happen until it won't happen until Con- the fashion world gets sick of Kanye, which is like maybe going to happen. But I feel like they'll have to they'll have to stop entertaining Kanye's whims before they like cut Kendall out of runway shows. Yeah, she does. Um, she is not going to be appearing in Victoria's Secret this year because mm. she has a contract with La Perla. Oh. So I don't know. That's an interesting maybe she'll stick around. Yeah, I mean that's certainly like tightening her brand in a certain way. Um, as far as her plot lines on the show, I mean, like we were saying, like she's going to have to be one of like the yeah. main drivers. Um, we know that she doesn't like her modeling stuff to be filmed. Um, yeah, what'll she do? Maybe Blake Griffin will be on the show. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's going to come out because you have to spread that drama out. You know? Yeah, like, it'll have yeah. to be, if anything, it'll be one of those, like, she'll, like, 
be at a party and like make out with some girl or something mm -hmm. and then that'll be a whole thing and Chris will probably like show her internalized homophobia again and yep. all of that. <laughs> yeah, it will completely be like, oh my god, like I think I might like women, I don't really know, maybe it's just this one girl. It's not, she's not going to pop out and be no. like, surprise, I'm a lesbian and I've been one this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. But also like... The number of people in that family, the chances are one of them has to be That's gay. exactly, okay, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, oh, this was like our senior year of college. I was talking to our really good friend, Taylor, and I was like, there are 10 people in this family. Statistically, one of them is gay, and who is it? And we decided it was Kendall. And then makes sense. went on LChat, saw some evidence, and was like, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like... She's so low profile, and like, oh, kind of makes sense. Everyone's like, hmm, let's maybe not push this so much right now. Yeah, she wears a lot of like women's like suits. Yeah, out in public, as we've established, she definitely hangs out with a lot of gay men. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of gay men who people maybe don't know are gay. But... Yeah, it's the it's the the. I was about to about to be very distasteful. Um, it's the the low the low down crew. That's that's all. <laughs> Kylie and all her friends. They're they're not necessarily quiet about it, but people don't want to acknowledge it. It's very like it's a queerness that I don't think is like very intelligible to straight people. Yeah. it's very hard to like like Carol, <laughs> <laughs> like Carol. <laughs> but I feel like every time I talk to another gay person, it's like, yeah, of course, Kendall's gay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I don't know. Without her ability to come out, maybe she's going to be like the vessel to do some stuff with Caitlyn. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because that's still her father. So yeah, they have that connection built in. Yeah, Caitlyn always wants someone to come hang out, so Kendall can do that. And probably gonna want a paycheck soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure we'll have Kendall showing up. I do think they will actually have Kendall and Scott do stuff. Mm -hmm. They've done that a few times when they were like who's available, we need a C-plot, and it usually works out fine. <laughs> Why not? Um, Kendall and Scott. That'll happen. Okay. Chloe, let's just do Chloe. She is going to sell us on another fairy tale relationship. Mm -hmm. um, when they were airing the month-long Keeping Up with the Kardashians special, <laughs> or like marathon the last month uh, leading up to the special, um, I was at work and they were airing the Chloe and Lamar wedding special again, and I was mm -hmm. like, Oh my god. Because I loved them. That's so they're going to get married. Do you think that'll be a, a plot this season? Especially if she's pregnant, it seems likely. I feel like no. I feel like mm. she's not going to get married yet. Because I feel like that was her relationship with Lamar. I feel like she's going to want to do things in a different order with Justin. Mm. There will probably be a plot line about her body. and being But then, maybe not season 14, but sometime down the line she'll be able to do the whole like post-baby body thing. And yes. uh, kind of whip that that fervor back up. Mm -hmm. There will be a special revenge body, post baby body season. Mm -hmm. um, so we can look forward to that in the future. Interesting thing I'm thinking about with, with Cleveland is like, would would Middle America be more or less interested in watching a show that takes place in Middle America? Like, is the the distance of being in these like star studded coastal regions of like always in Los Angeles and New York and Miami and like w 
is that the allure or would like if they did more in Ohio would people be like wow look they're in normal people world I don't know so like I'm thinking of the second season of Chloe and Lamar when Chloe and Lamar moved to Dallas mm. when he was playing for whatever team the Mavericks. Mavericks okay there we I go I was a Mavericks dancer years ago <laughs> um so I'm thinking of that, and they had to like move Rob to Dallas because like Chloe just had no one right. to interact with. So like, when and they, he had nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> so when they do those seasons, um, I think it works best when they've got a pair of sisters and a project is what they need. Yeah. That was also the problem with Dallas. Mm -hmm. So I think if you could get multiple sisters to Cleveland, it would be fine. Maybe get a dash pop up shop. Maybe not that. Something of, <laughs> along those lines. Maybe get Malika out there. They're always trying to throw work at Malika. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do wonder if they're ever going to bring up the fact that Tristan had a baby with another woman. Mm. Um, like right around when he and Chloe started dating. Let me look this up so I can like add oh, some little like stepmom subplot going yeah, on. Yeah, because they almost never talked about Chloe being a stepmom to um, Lamar's kid. Okay, yeah. In October 2016, Tristan Thompson's ex-girlfriend had their baby. And I have never heard about Tristan being involved with this child at all. Yeah. So I think it's kind of being written out of um. the narrative there. Um, but I definitely question whether that could become a plot line at all. It's not going to be. That's not like the fairy tale yeah. they're trying to sell us. Yeah. But it could emerge in some way where they can't ignore it on the show. We That's true. Um, let's talk about Courtney. Courtney has her 23-year-old boyfriend. I missed that. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to say it. They, okay, so I've, I've, I have, I'm going to admit, I've been out of the loop a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, so the, the special is kind of my catching up mm -hmm. keep, to keep up. Mm -hmm. um, and they totally didn't talk about that because they just focused on how much Scott is in love with Courtney. Yes. And is not screwing other girls. Well, Which, he, like, that's so questionable. So, Richie. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about this. Because he <laughs> right. was seen not only making out with Sophia Richie, and he has been making out with teen girls all across Los Angeles and this past his summer. Thing. Um, but he and Sophia Richie were also eating out together, and Ooh. they got a cake at their table that said... Congrats, Scott and Sophia. Congrats on what? I have no idea. <laughs> Nicole Richie needs to swoop in and save that girl. Eunice mm -hmm. ben Benjima? I think that might be it. He'll show up on the show. They'll have to say his name at some point. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, he's very Good for young. her. Um, I feel like... She's going to be a cougar her whole life. She's going to be like 75 years old and screwing like 30-year-old men. <laughs> that she's gonna take that Chris Jenner route and I love that for her um, I feel like she is I feel like one potential plotline could have been introducing her 23 year old boyfriend to her kids and I think that's not gonna be a plotline I think those are gonna continue to be two very separate things <laughs> because Courtney's got her groove back and she's yeah. compartmentalizing her life which is what she does best. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get more hot Courtney storylines. They're mm -hmm. going to do more Courtney nude shoots. They're going to do more Courtney clubbing. Honestly, they should bring... Oh, what's her name from Orange is the New Black? Jackie Cruz. Mm. Bring her back. Do you remember what I'm referring to? No. 
Okay, Courtney and Chloe take Miami, season one. Uh-huh. Uh, it starts with Courtney and Scott being broken up, um, and they do this plot line for one episode where Courtney makes a friend who moved down to Miami from New York and has been dating women in Miami, and, like, Courtney's like, oh, interesting. And then they make out at a club once. Oh, I do remember this in the news. I don't think I saw the episode, but I remember, like, the buzz around it. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe they wasted their lesbian storyline on Courtney. I know. But bring her it's back. The least, it's the least believable, too. It's like a Katy Perry, like, kissed a girl lesbian oh, story. Oh, yeah. No, because Courtney has, like, no emotions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's not. No. And that works in, like, relationships between men and women, I think. But, like, I don't think she could sell that in a lesbian oh, no. relationship. Scott, I think, Bella uh, Thorne and Sophia Richie are not going to appear on the show. I feel like we're maybe going to be missing Scott for some mm -hmm. portions of the show. I do feel like he's going to be paired off with probably Travis, actually. That's probably oh. how they're going to try to sell mm -hmm. us Travis. That's how they tried to sell us Ty again. That did not work. Um, you know, I like that Scott's like the he he's, he takes them under his wing and like or like the the Rob the Rob in China with like Scott just in all the episodes just kind of being like hey Rob let's just kind of bring you back into the public eye please <laughs> <laughs> they're telling me to do this he really does though like he had that genuine friendship with Rob um, I think to a lesser extent with Lamar mm -hmm. you know he had like an early well, I mean he, there was all the rumors of him like fucking Lamar's wife so yeah Rob was really the linchpin there and then he drowned out of the public eye yeah. um, but I think he and Scott, he and Kanye had some early rapport when Scott was still dressing in suits and not <laughs> like he pulled some clothes out of a goodwill bag the beard looks good on Scott but it also correlated with him just, like, tanking, which is, yeah. like, such an unfortunate thing. I know. He really didn't have the jawline to not have mm -hmm. the beard, but I would like to see him, like, taking pleasure and joy in, like, his physical appearance again. That yeah. seemed to be a good outlet for him. Not shaving doesn't mean stop grooming altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but I think we will see him and Travis, I think. You know, he's always available because yeah. how often is he really alone with the kids? Not very often. Um, oh, he is also going to hang out with Chris Jenner. They mm. have a very fun report. Yeah, no, I love seeing them together. I love, do you remember that they like hated each other until Chris? This was Courtney and Cam take New York. This was the best season of all time. <laughs> um, they like hated each other. And then Chris came to New York and she was doing GMA. And she was like, I want someone to wake up at four o'clock with me and go to GMA. And Courtney <laughs> was like, I have a baby. And Kim was like, my marriage is falling apart. <laughs> so Scott was available. And they just like day drank. And then they were like, this is really fun. And that was like the turning point. They're like. Very similar people, I feel, in some ways. Yeah. It's just they, I, It makes sense. They're both very uh, uh, possessive <laughs> and uh, controlling and yep. love to argue. Yep. And I feel like she provides the stability that Scott is looking for from anyone. Oh, yeah. Poor Chris. I think we're going to see her get her momager groove back. I think she's going to try to insert herself into Kylie Cosmetics. Um, I think, where was Corey during the special? <laughs> I 
I think Corey can't deliver his lines, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> he's out. <laughs> I think he's effectively eye candy, um, but I do think he's going to continue to head up security because I think mm-hmm. there's always going to be room for a plot about how famous they are and how they can't live normal lives because of scrutiny. Um, we're going to get more Paris stuff. We're going to get an anniversary of Paris stuff. Yeah. Um, I think we're not going to get a ton of surrogate stuff. Do you think we'll ever... Do we know the identity of the surrogate, or is that going no. to be secret forever? I think that will be secret forever. I do wish that Kylie was the surrogate. That was a great rumor that was flying around. Oh, wow. That would be <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, that would have really saved this <laughs> scenario. What um, if... What if... Hmm. No, that won't work. I was going to be like, what if it's like Kylie's pregnant and Kim's just going to adopt it? Um, but that that's not that's not no. feasible. No, because I think Kylie, just with how kind of empty and hollow she is as a person, has probably already sold herself on the concept of being a mom. Oh, yeah. I don't think she's doing any internal introspection into like, what do I like want to do that I won't be able to do now that I'm a mother at 20? Like... Because the answer is nothing. Yeah, there's nothing like that going on. Um, She's doing everything she wants to do already. And she doesn't leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, add a nanny money. and a baby, and it's, their life's not going to change all that much. No, not at all. I think with Kylie, they're going to have to sell us on Travis, like I was saying. I think Jordan might be our Kylie surrogate. Mm. Um, I think we're not going to get a lot of pregnant Kylie. I think she probably doesn't want to be on camera pregnant. No, um, that would ruin her image. Yeah. She's going to be, like, Snapchats from the shoulders up. Mm-hmm. Because wow. she can't stop being on Snapchat. That's the other thing, though. Because that's, that's like, I think that might be more important to her image than, like, being on Keeping Up. Absolutely. I fully agree. Yeah. And Instagram, I guess, but, like, Snapchat. Yeah. Her face is going to get weird. Like, Kim's face <laughs> always gets weird when she's pregnant, and then, like, the work settles back, but, like, Kylie's face is going to get so weird. <sighs> We're just going to have to live with it. Yeah. I mean, she's going to have to look yeah, at it. Yeah, she is. Um, Dug her that grave for herself. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get any kind of, like, is Kylie ready to be a mom? Is Kylie too young? I think it's just going to be, like, Kylie's going to be a great mom. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No question about it. Right out the get-go. Chris is going to be doing everything she does. Yeah. Doing the most. I think we're going to get more background Kanye. I think as long as Kanye's out of the public eye, he has to surface on the show every mm-hmm. once in a while to show that he is okay and around. Welfare checks on Kanye West. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do a welfare check on those little tiny Pomeranians that Penelope <laughs> and North have. I'm very concerned about them. Oh, no. <laughs> every time... <laughs> Gabbana appears on the show. I'm like, oh god, you're so alive. <laughs> well, you know that there's someone whose full time job is to take care of that dog. Yeah, <laughs> Chloe so. has a bevy of assistants. <laughs> Gabbana's just a very old dog. <laughs> I can't believe she's still alive. <laughs> oh god, and just we've on the show we've talked about the missing pets so much, but like when you think of how many there have been, it's incredible. Like. What happened to Kendall's Great Dane? <laughs> that was so recent. Animals just aren't great on TV, though, is probably also the thing. Is They're just like, get this dog out of here. They're barking. Well, yeah, and they're traveling so much. It's really, like, more of the assistance animal, totally. But, like, they never learn their lesson. They never well, learn their lesson. <laughs> if they learned their lesson, they wouldn't be celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. The thing about TV shows is, like, 
in order to keep the conflict going like no one can ever can learn really change, so yeah. like there's no character development <laughs> in tv <laughs> is what i'm saying <laughs> just kind of going back to the docu soap real mm-hmm. quick Absolutely. um it's like that seemed like it was maybe possibly an unscripted thing from ryan because uh, no one else said docu soap they said docu series docu drama um no one went back to docu soap I feel like someone in the E office has used that word before. I feel like maybe crit, like Jennifer Communications it. does not like it. But Ryan knows what this really is. I mean, they're going to keep bankrolling this show for as long as humanly possible, and we're going to keep talking about it for as long as it's airing. Um, I'm sure that all of these, like, loose threads hanging out, um, tantalizing us before the new season are going to be... Um, not wrapped up soon, but I think we're going to be kind of unraveling the, the knots pretty soon here. Um, and we'll see if our guesses are correct. Dwayne, thank you so much for course, joining us. Of course, it was a pleasure. Yeah, so exciting to have you on. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, you can, uh, follow me on Twitter, I guess. Um, Dwayne O, D-W-A-Y-N-E-O-H. Um, and, uh, that's really what I'm most active on on social media, <laughs> so, uh, that's the most fun. Yeah. Well, if you come out and you're still keeping up, like we're happy to have you on the show anytime. Um, the sh- we're going to be covering season 14 here on the K-Hole. Um, we will be covering, obviously, the IRL news. Um, we're here to keep you guys informed, and you can find us on iTunes, where you are probably listening to this podcast. It would be great if you oh, could rate and leave us a review it helps other people find the podcast it also helps if you subscribe you can also find us on twitter um at the cable podcast um we do a little bit of like breaking news and commentary there um we're also on facebook but that is a platform for old people so (laughs) not updating that very frequently um but we're always here to field your questions we want to hear what your predictions for the new season are and how you think these plot lines are going to be structured when the three major players are <laughs> out of the game. And yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Brandt. Um, my podcast that you guys have heard so much about, Twin Peaks Peaks, is just wrapped up with season three. Um, had a lot of se- feelings about the finale. Um, if there is a season four, we will cover it. Dwayne, do you know how we end the show? This has been the K-Hole. Don't be fucking rude.